0: Well, Kimberly, who just made the best pizza I've ever eaten in my life, Murgatroyd, how are you?
1: Well, that's a pretty... Impressive compliment. I don't think it's true.
0: It was really amazing. I mean,
1: it was really good, but it wasn't like the best.
0: For those of you that don't know, my wife has a love affair with a man that teaches her how to make sourdough bread on the internet. He's a uh, he's a not, love affair. He's it's a love affair. It's I a, don't
1: even know his name.
0: He, well, listen, you don't need to know his name. You you have him you have him uh, you have him chirping that little Irish voice of his in your ears. Two cups of this and seven eighths of that and nine meters of this.
1: That was pretty good, actually. Not bad, right? That was pretty good. But, you know, I didn't listen to him today, and that's why my bread came out looking like a foot. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what the bread looked like. But the same dough later worked out really well for pizza. So sourdough bread it wasn't so good today, but the pizza was phenomenal.
0: All right, pumpkin, squash, pumpkin spice and everything nice. Kim comes home. She's like, everybody's staring at me today. I don't understand what it is. They're all they're all looking at me. I had a bra on. I mean, what the hell's going on? <laughs> True story. And then like uh, some guy's looking and she's like, what the fuck are you looking at? And then he goes, oh. I'm reading your shirt. I'm reading your shirt, <laughs> pumpkin spice and everything nice, which I thought was really funny. Okay, tell me what are we talking about today? And cheers, by the way. This has been cheers. one hell of a day. One
1: hell of a day. We're
0: doing this one with a glass of wine because that's just how this one is going down.
1: That's how it's going down. So Godspeed to you all. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's weird because
0: it's nine o'clock in the morning, which is strange, but... um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today we're going to talk about uh, two ends of the emotional scale. If you don't know what the emotional scale is, I don't know, Google it and it'll pop up. It is... (laughs) <laughs> Don't you think that? I mean, come on, teach a man to fish. He's yeah, looking at me like you should give more explanation, no, but I'm like, Google it.
0: No, just go ahead. Just, just
1: teach a man problem. to fish. So Google it and you will find, uh, we've talked about this before, there's a positive scale and then a negative spiral scale. And the positive spiral scale goes all the way up to joy. The negative spiral spiral scale. Say okay, that three times fast. Good Lord. Ends at fear, so I thought we could talk about joy and fear because between about seventeen books I'm reading or have read, I, I just had some interesting ways and takeaways from them. Because here's here's how you work the emotional scale, right? Like we've talked about this before. It let's say you're in overwhelm, you need to find the next best emotion. You need to work your way up the scale. If you're in fear, that is the worst possible emotion. And, you know, something that I don't, I, I wish I could tell you which book it was, but one of the books that I read, it said, Fear, I think it's The Untethered Soul. Fear is the basis of all negative things, whether it is hate, whether it is racism, whether it is, you know, any negative, horrible thing going on in the world right now. Fear is the root of that thing. And you know, I thought about it and I was like, god, that is so true. Like any any sort of disgruntled or negative emotion is is birthed out of fear. And I thought that was just an interesting thing. So, you know, the fear that we go through is is something that we have a choice on, right? Um, The Untethered Soul, another thing, they said the ups and downs of life can either inspire personal growth or trigger personal fear. And so when I look at like the pandemic or someone losing a job or whatever that up or down is of your life, you can look at it and say, okay, I'm either gonna go into growth here and I'm gonna play stupid idea time and I'm gonna make the best of it, or I'm gonna allow it to trigger my fear and then basically curl in a ball and complain on Facebook. And then I'm gonna snooze you because I've snoozed everybody that's a massive complainer. Okay, but look,
0: here's the thing. Why does that matter?
1: Why does what matter? Because fear is the most negative, low vibe or emotion you could possibly have. And, oh, what was the other thing? God, this was so good. It was, um, you don't want that fear that stressful resistant thought to be your habitual way of reacting to everything. So think about this, you have a way to react, right? Mm-hmm. It's not its not what happens, it's how you react to it. So the stressor comes in, doesn't matter what it is. It can be a negative relationship, it can be a negative friendship, it can be a job issue, it can, whatever. God, right now, it, there's everything. I mean, aliens flying in. Who the hell knows what the hell is happening?
0: I'd take an alien right now. Are you kidding I me? I would take an alien.
1: I'm pretty sure. I'd get on
0: the rocket ship. I'd go back to his house. Hopefully he's got a nice condo overlooking <laughs> Mars or something. I don't know.
1: But yeah, I mean, so the you got me with Mars. Okay. So think about all those stressors coming in. You have a habitual way that you react to things. Do you go into the complaining world? Do you put your head under the pillow? Do you? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I go into the
0: complaining. I was raised by the original
1: complainer. (laughs) The original complainer. But this is the way, but this is where you have choice. So you can choose to go into personal development and say, I'm not going to go into the complaint. That doesn't mean don't feel the feeling. That means feel the feeling and then make a decision about how you want to handle it. Don't just sit in it and, and dwell in the pool of complaints and fear and negative emotion because that is gonna that is literally sitting you at the bottom of the emotional scale. Now, on the other side of the emotional scale, the number one, the place you want to be is enjoy joy and love and gratitude. And Wayne, um, I almost said Wayne Diamond. What's his name? Wayne Dyer. Dyer. Oh my God. He's
0: dead. He's dired for sure. Okay.
1: Wayne Dyer, not Wayne Dyer. That's how you're going to remember Okay. Wayne Dyer. He's dead. He dired. Wayne Diamond, Rob did an interview. Do you actually post that thing?
0: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Oh my gosh. There's more F-bombs than anything in that. Wayne Diamond, whole different character, very different than Wayne Dyer. So Wayne Dyer... He was, was in the, talking uh, about he
0: was in the Adam Sandler movie, Uncut Gems. He, he was, Wayne Diamond, if, Wayne not Dyer. Diamond. Oh my God. No, but it would be funny if Wayne Dyer was in Uncut Gems because it was filmed after, I he, hope was, are still after he was at dead. This point. I, I, I digress. It's the wine. Forgive me. It's Go ahead. It's the
1: wine. Okay. So Wayne Dyer was talking about joy, and he was like, people often ask, how do you get into that joyous state? How do you bring yourself up to that joyous state? And he said, look at babies, model babies. Babies have no hair no teeth, (laughs) they shit their pants, they have no way to take care of themselves, they couldn't feed themselves if they wanted to, yet they hate nothing, they are the happiest little things on the planet, they giggle at the smallest leaf falling off a tree, and life is great model babies, because they are the closest connected to source. And I thought that was so good source being God, universe, whatever you want. Because they're fresh.
0: They're fresh out of the factory. They're fresh
1: out of the factory. They're fresh out of the source factory. And they haven't been hit with all of these, you know, these potential issues with resistance yet. And so model babies. And I thought that was such a good thing because there's so much like I look at Sophia sometimes and there's so much you can learn from kids in their innocence and in the way that they look at things and the way that they don't have stress in certain areas and the way that certain things, they are I mean, they're pliable, they're resilient. And I just think we need to be more like that, right? So my I know I've been just talking forever, but my biggest thing I think I learned today or in the last couple of days with this is that when that, that thing happens, that issue arises, you have an option to go into personal growth or to go into fear. And fear is just gonna be the bottom of the barrel. And so every time I'm choosing growth, there I'm well, done. Well,
0: look, okay, so look- Okay, have a good night, everybody. See you later, Robbie. Wrap it up for me. Okay? Wrap it up for you. So here's the thing, right? The goal of all of this is to help you guys to manifest more things in your life, right? We are manifestation machines. We just have impulses. We have desires. We want more. We want more. We want more. And it's not bad. And it, there's nothing we can do about it because they're going to keep, it's going to keep coming up. Once we uh, get the thing we want, we realize it wasn't as exciting as we thought it was going to be. And then we're on to the next thing. It's just how we are. So here's the thing. This is what I've learned from Esther. You're not manifesting in the way that you think you are manifesting. Check this out. You're creating the environment that allows the manifestation. You're creating the environment that allows the manifestation. You're not saying, Closing your eyes, going, give me a, give me a million dollar house, give me a million dollar house, and give that me a lands on And then on it's you. just that's not what's happening, like the Wizard of Oz. You're doing what you just described to raise your vibrations mm-hmm. into joy, to create the environments that allows it to come in. Mm-hmm. That was a game changer for me. It
1: is, and that's the difference between. So this is the part that the movie The Secret kind of like skipped
0: over, kept kept a secret,
1: <laughs> kept a secret. When you watch the secret in you, when you watch it, you believe that you just sit on the couch and think about the house, the car, the, the relationship, whatever, and it shows up. It's not, you're getting, you have to put yourself, like you said, into the vibration of it and stay there and then take the steps where you get nudged, to work toward that and move toward that. It's about staying in that vibration. And that's, I think the biggest thing here, and I think probably the toughest thing in 2020 is to not live in fear. And there are so many people that are amazing people that don't typically live in fear are living in fear. And they're reaching out to me. And then how many of this do you get, Rob? Oh my God, do you guys feel okay traveling? How, how was it in Mexico? Was it okay? Do you feel safe? Was it okay? You know, it's, I mean, it's, are you scared? It's funny
0: you said that. I had one guy, um, it was funny. I put a, uh, for um, our friend Darren's birthday, I had a video of me, you, uh, Darren, and, and his wife, Tony. We were like singing, work hard, play hard on the beach. So I put, the, uh, I put a video of us in Greece You know, on, uh, on uh, my IG story and it, I put a big happy birthday. So, somebody confused that video with with, current. Uh, with being current, yeah, us being there, and he sent me this this long winded message, but it started with it 's the only thing that matters in the message. it started with, "Am I the only one that cares about this virus
1: <laughs> okay? yes, you're the only one
0: you know it was just you I, I had so many reactions to the thing that I did what I always do, I just deleted it it wasn't it wasn 't even worth it, but so many people are. You know, you sent me a quote, a, um, uh, a meme the other day. And it was a great meme. It really got me thinking. And it was, you know why the Amish doesn't have COVID? It's because they don't have television. And, you know, on one hand, you laugh at it. On another hand, in another hands. Or on the other hands, somebody's hands. You you realize that there's a lot of truth to that, right? Yes. Like how much of this shit are we telling a story that is not serving us? Whether
1: because of fear, where,
0: wherever you are on the science, or you don't believe in the science, or you think it's political, or whatever your position is, how much is that story affecting? how we are processing this information and how we're moving forward. See,
1: if somebody wants to say, you know what? I read the science, I believe in the science, I'm gonna do my part and all of the things. Great, no, knock yourself out. I think that's awesome. But are you doing it from a place of fear? That's the problem. So the moment you put yourself in fear, it actually lowers your immune system. And there's a million other things that fear triggers in your body. Not to mention, just if you're trying to manifest anything, the place you need to be at is joy. You're not gonna manifest your way out of 2020 in massive fear. And so if you want to be in the the camp, of, and by the way, this is not a COVID thing and I didn't mean it to turn into a COVID thing, but- it, Well,
0: I'm ramped up. So if you I, wanna go there, I'll go there I with you. I don't want
1: you to go there. But what I want to say is look at what, you're currently afraid of. Look at the way you've changed your life. Look at the different things in your life. Is it job? Is it relationship? Is it your body? Is it whatever? Are these things coming from a place of fear? Because if they're coming from a place of fear, you need to handle that. You need to journal. You need to meditate. You need to listen to a book that is going to pull you out of it. You need to get into a mastermind or a group of people that are uplifting and that are focusing on the positive. You got to stop the scroll hole. You got to snooze all of the crazy people and the nonstop posts about everything. You have to lift yourself and lift your vibration out of fear. I'm not saying like whether it's the virus or whatever else that you don't continue to quarantine or whatever you personally feel is necessary. I'm saying don't do it from a place of fear. I'm choosing specifically to live in joy and that is
0: the point. Yeah. Your point is taken. I wish that I can tell you that I am, you know, perfect at that. And I'm a hundred percent at it. You know, what's interesting no as that. you're, as you're sort of describing this, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that I really have no, no issues whatsoever with, you know, fear or anxiety around COVID per se and my health. I don't. I guess because I'm healthy and I'm young, um, it's just not something that I'm concerned about. What I do have to battle is what's going on in the worlds of lockdown around me and how everybody is being affected by the lockdown and the you know sort of like low grade, low level stress, sometimes really high level panic that's around. And you know it's sad because like you know I, I go out to dinner the other night and I'm sitting next to you know this table. And, you know, it was like, it was clearly a group of friends that, you know, haven't seen each other for a while because they've been in quarantine and they really wanted to, you know, connect with each other and they couldn't like, they wouldn't hug each other. You know, the handshake has now gone into a, a fist bump and it's become super, super, you know, like those kinds of things are the things that i have the most trouble battling with those are the things that are upsetting me the most and 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 i have to like when you're describing get more into joy those are the things that are giving me the hardest the hardest challenge of getting of getting into joy
1: So here's the thing with that. I look at that. Those are their decisions. That's how they're choosing to handle it. And guess what? But they're still out. They're still sharing a bottle of wine. They're still at dinner and enjoying their life. And I don't think that you're putting it on you, probably. You're probably looking at them and somehow putting this on yourself and making this about your freedom because you know you value freedom at such a high level that looking at little things like that really bother you the mask police really bother you because you look at it as an attack on your freedom and i think that's what sends you into panic whereas i look at that group and i'm like that's great they, they they're doing what they're comfortable with mm-hmm. i'm not going to force someone who I don't want them to live in fear. In me going, just hug them. That could be fearful, but maybe they're they went up to the line that they're okay with. Like-
0: yeah, we're we're saying the same thing. What what I'm saying is that everybody has. I was trying to give an example of like what I'm battling in yeah. terms of stepping into joy. Somebody else isn't battling that. You know what I mean? So we're, I guess what I'm trying to say is right now with everything that's going on, I can give you my entire list of things that I don't feel joyful about, that I am doing the best I can to, to get into joy over. And those things are not going to be on somebody else's list. So how are you doing it though? Well, here's how I'm doing it. I'm glad you asked. The reason why the way I'm doing it is it's a slow process that I have to do every single day. And Esther Gray gave a great example of how to do it. And it, I think it works. So I'll use an example of Hawaii. A lot of people, you know, have either been to Hawaii or have certainly seen it on television. If you are in Hawaii and you're walking down the street, you can sort of like look over at the, you know, the flowers, the Bougainvillea, and you can be like, oh my God, that is just so beautiful and, and see the magic of those purple flowers. And you could look, you know, to your left and you could see the ocean and you can say, um, my God, that, that ocean is beautiful and look at those waves and look at that sand and that's, that's incredible. And you could look at the sunset. And you could see the dolphins and around all of us, there are things that we can step into joy if we allow ourselves to step into joy. You know,
1: if I'm listening, if I'm thinking right now of the person that's listening and maybe you're sitting there and you're in fear, you're in fear financially, you're in fear maybe for your health. You're in fear for the direction that maybe our country or our world is taken. There's a lot of fears there. But if you adopt the, the affirmation of everything is always working out for me, and you try to see the path that maybe this is happening for a reason. We talked about this on previous podcast about finding a silver lining. And you try to see that path and maybe it's really hard to see for you. Maybe it's you or your spouse or lost your job and you need something else. Look at, try to look at this contrast as something to provide clarity and to move you closer and to not sit in fear. The point is to get out of that fear-based emotion and just, even if you go up the, up the scale just a little bit to anger, Anger is better than fear. Overwhelm is better than fear. Boredom is better than fear. Just get yourself out of the fear. And one of the things that I think Wayne Dyer said was a simple act of kindness is going to improve serotonin and not just the person receiving the simple act of kindness, but the person extending it. So, If you wanna get out of fear, maybe get into service. If you wanna get out of fear, then take the focus off of you and put it on someone else and call somebody else and ask them about their day and how you could help them. There are so many organizations right now that need people and that are looking for help get out of your own fear and move into service, which will move you into gratitude, which will eventually work yourself up to joy.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, the the point in doing this podcast is not to sit here on, you know, uh, on my perch and tell you like, you know, I got this covered and, you know, super positive and uh, everything is great. You no, know,
1: we're doing this ourselves every
0: day. We're doing the best we can every single day. There are, there are times where we're like, fuck, are you kidding me? Like, really? So we are using these tools to, you know, I'm gonna put the word force out there, to force ourselves into a state of joy And then once you're in that state, it's not that hard to stay there until you get knocked out of state again. So we're all going through some tough times right now, And hopefully some of these tools will help you to stay in joy. Um, And speaking of tools, we will be uh, launching soon. We don't have a launch date yet, but we'll be launching soon our first ever Stupid Idea Time Masterminds. And if you are interested in uh, being a part of that, just shoot us a little message. Uh, We're putting together a list. We're only going to take a small group of people, maybe, I don't know, 20 or 30 people max, um, so we can keep it intimate and private. But basically, if you're in a, a situation and you're your life where you feel like you're a bit trapped and you want to do something new, but you don't know exactly what the heck it is. We're going to play stupid idea time with you, and we're going to run you through our seven-step stupid idea time process that worked for us. So before I go, Kim, do you have any final words, suggestions, or an ask for your listeners?
1: The only ask that I have is if you are living day-to-day in fear right now and you can't get out of it, reach out to somebody else and connect with them and don't stay in and alone. I'm just seeing a lot of people retract into their own little, you know, self-pity party. And that's not where we're meant to be. We're meant to connect. So whether it's by Zoom, FaceTime or whatever, connect to another human. And uh,
0: and we can be your human too. Connect them- connect to us. We have we have uh, connected with lots of people, and we'd love to connect with you too. We're good connectors. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode, and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game, or